0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee, and I am Will. And today we're going to be talking about—is this the fifth? Oh my God, we're we're like at the end here, huh? Penultimate fifth episode ep- of Loki.
1: Yeah, penultimate episode. One more episode yeah, left. Yeah, like, so
0: this is. Yeah, so this was called "Journey into Mystery." Um, yeah, I mean, kind of a lame title, but it made sense, I guess. I guess. Um <laughs> Yeah. So I mean. Hmm. We, we left off the last episode where basically Android head goes rolling. You know, that's kind of where they, sh- where they start off here. You know, it's like you kind of just just in case you forgot, they really focused on their last or like previously on. Here's what happened. Yes. And but um, the whole thing is I, I, I kind of like how I like it without getting too far into it. It's just the cold open here is it just it shows the TVA, but it ha- but the cameras upside down, which I thought was great it shows that like things are a little bit upside down at the TVA, Mm -hmm. and then you kind of go into Dana's fridge again and see the android head laying there. Okay. So that's pretty much how they started this whole thing off. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So that's pretty much where we left off. And okay, now we got it. You know, we know that Loki is somewhere, and there's other Lokis maybe. Gotcha. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what happened here. So what do you... Yeah. Hmm. So much like so epis-
1: after- <laughs> much like episode three, I think this episode was a giant waste of time. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm I I gotta be really honest. There were certain things that I liked. There were certain things about this episode that I liked. But ultimately, for your for your second to last episode, and you and you're only doing six episodes, I feel like I'm harping on this a lot. But it's like we actually in this episode we actually like take time to have this moment with a blanket, and and. They're cold oh, yeah. and they need to cuddle for a yep. second. They, they acted like two teenagers who were shy to get close to one another, but they just ultimately do it. Like this was, this was shades of of the worst parts of Star Wars: Clone Wars. Like this was cringe worthy, like just poor. And I'm not even I'm not even scratching the surface here. On top of that, they in this episode, I feel like it was a lot of it was a lot of easter eggs and a lot of teasers on things that i know that they're not going to deliver on at least at least not right now when it's just i was it was very underwhelming i was expecting to get a little bit more information on the tva and instead we spend time fighting the smoke monster from lost and yeah that's just that's 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 where i'm at it's i was I was not happy coming out of this episode. I'm I'm I have I have to be honest about that. It was it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. It's easily for me I'm the weakest. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely not surprised of have how you you felt cuz as as I'm looking at it, I'm watching the episode and I know cuz you know, I always watch it twice. I tend to watch same um each episode twice. Like I'll watch it once and then I'll watch it again, take a few notes on it just for pointers and um yeah, I, I kept looking at this episode and saying, I know there's not much left in this and looking at how much time is left in the episode. I'm just like, How can there be twenty five more minutes in this episode? Like I kept looking and I'm like, Really ten? Like they're at the end. Like what else are they gonna do? It was very draggy. It was very, very draggy. Yeah. And I'm surprised I'm surprised that they, they did it, um, the way they did, especially after having that other draggy episode, you know? So I mean, I didn't think it was horrible. I'm never going to think it's horrible. I just it, it it was disappointing to say the least.
1: Well, you notice know, I didn't say I didn't say it was horrible. I don't think any of these episodes have right. been horrible. My 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 whole no. issue right now is is and and has always been you're you're only doing six episodes. Right. I mean, give me give me give me some meat on them bones. Don't just. <laughs> like li- like literally, right. there was a good five a f- a good five, seven minute scene of them just cuddling up in a blanket. Did right. d- d- it know, really d- d- does point. that really <laughs> need to happen?
0: Mm-hmm. That's, it did that,
1: not. that's that's my that's my whole thing. Um aside from that, you know, some of the um some of the Easter eggs that were in this I thought were really cool. The Thanos helicopter yeah. I thought was awesome. The, um, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the the miniature, you know, Frog Thor going after Mjolnir, I thought that was really cool. Like, that was a, that was a really excellent touch, and it proves that, okay, Marvel, you're paying <laughs> attention to detail, and you're dropping all of these clues and all of these hints and these Easter eggs, and that's, that's all fine and good, and I love all that stuff. That's, that's, that's great. That's some of the best parts out of this episode, but it's just, it says a lot about this episode when the best parts of it have nothing to do with the episode at all. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's that's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at with this one. Yeah. No, I I get
0: it. That's...
1: Mm. Yeah. There's, there's, there
0: are parts in this where I was, I was watching it and definitely saying, okay, okay, all right, weird, but okay. <laughs> um, but then... Then they had a scene in here that I'll get to or certain lines in here that made me laugh out loud just Mm. because they were over the top stupid. Okay. And yeah, we'll get there. So let's, let's get into the episode though, because I mean, yeah, I, mm, what are they going to do with the end of this? I mean, they, they, they left it open, you know, they're going somewhere. They're always going somewhere. They're always doing something. This was a filler so for lack of a better better
1: thing but what i mean you you asked the question where are they going to end this i'm not i'm not going to make any out there predictions of where they're going to end this um <laughs> i think this is going to be you know a shriveled up old version of loki kind of man behind the curtain wizard of oz type deal when they get into this castle
0: mhm
1: that, that that that's kind mm. of what that's kind of what this is pointing to <laughs> i mean yeah it, it would make sense. It would fit.
0: Yeah, could, totally could. Hmm. So they basically it. it so as it picked up the end, the end credits from last episode um, starts off with Loki waking up, and he's surrounded by. You've got this Thor Loki dude. You've got this. You've got this Richard Grant like classic Loki. You've got this young Loki, and then you've got. I didn't know if it was an alligator or a komodo dragon, but we, you know, we get confirmed here—an alligator, Loki. What? All right, There's an alligator,
1: Loki, mm. <laughs> All right. an alligator Loki. Um, which we'll get into. I, I, I um, will say this: Richard Grant stole this episode.
0: Oh, he totally did. He, he was stole fantastic this episode. In this he was episode. unbelievable.
1: He was amazing.
0: Now, what do you, what do you know Richard Grant from? I know him from a few things, but they're not super popular. So, what is it when you see Richard Grant? What do you think of? Nothing.
1: I I am not oh. all that familiar with him at all. I just know him by name. Okay. I know that I know that he's, you know, that old school type, you know, actor from old school Hollywood. That's basically all I know of him. Mm. And you know, a lot of a lot of what he well, what I've read about him, a lot of what he was kind of carried over into this and it's super satisfying to to actually, you know, oh, yeah. see something like that. I I thought it was great. It was it was refreshing. It was a breath of fresh air to kind of see that, you know, classic style of of throwing yourself into a character that only a certain mm-hmm. type of 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 cut of of cloth can kind of, you know, approach. And it was it was <laughs> oh, yeah. pretty it was amazing. It was great. He was he was unbelievable yeah. in this episode. I'm just going to say that. And I think
0: leave the it last there. thing I the last thing I saw him in was Logan. Remember he was the doctor in Logan, like the one who was basically creating um the serum and all that stuff. Oh,
1: really? Huh? Yeah, I didn't even put that together. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was in it. Cool. It was a, it was a small part, but he's. I mean, he's. If you look at like the movie poster, he's aside from Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, he's the next name up there just because of his his level. Wow. But you know, then you get like, uh, Boyd Holderbrook, Stephen Merchant. The reason I'm saying that is because I have a poster about three feet from my head. But yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we see him. He's basically the one who's like kind of leading. Uh, these three, well, four other Lokies, or yeah, leading the three other Lokis of the four of them, and he gets up. He goes, "This is the void. That's Eliath and where's right. lunch." Right. <laughs> okay, and Eliath is just big cloud monster. Which I mean, you say lost. I'm thinking like New Mutants, like you know the the cloud bear. Like it's meh. It's a great cop out if you can't come up with something better. Like, it's some cloud beast, you know, or like Hexus from Fern Gully. You I don't know. know. The, Just... only, the only reason why
1: I said loss is because they also kind of escape into a hatch.
0: Right, right. Like they right. Like they okay.
1: literally open up a hatch into the ground and escape into like this underground bunker. And I'm like, this is so lost.
0: <laughs> they're they're See, running we've from. See, we talked a... about this. I've I've only seen the first episode of Lost.
1: Okay, fine. Well, th- th- that's fine. Yeah. Um, at the end of the, at the <laughs> end of why. the first season. Was, spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen Lost. At the end of the first oh, season, great. they literally escape into a hatch. Mm -hmm. Like, almost beat for beat, Mm -hmm. almost exactly... Well, not exactly the same way this happened, but they open up a hatch and they escape underground. And they're running... And they Mm -hmm. spend, like, the whole first season running from a smoke monster. You don't know it's a smoke monster yet, but it's... (laughs)
0: <laughs> because because we all know what a smoke monster is, so it makes sense that they're gonna hide it and pretend it's a, it, it's not a smoke monster <laughs> well, because a smoke monster is is the most descriptive monster <laughs>
1: there ever there ever could be It's the most no. descriptive uh, thing that you can say when it's when talking about that show
0: but my point is it's funny that they would hide and pretend to not show you this smoke monster No, I know. When a smoke monster itself is already mysterious enough. <laughs> so like why? But okay. Whatever. I didn't watch the show, I can't critique it. You're asking
1: so. No, but see that's the thing. You're asking the same questions that fans of the show are still to this day asking. <laughs> so it's it's, it's, okay. it's you're 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 you're, <laughs> you're definitely in the whale house, dude. I will say that. Okay.
0: All right. So so here we get this and it's it's great because after this we get back to Renslayer and Sylvie, you know, who are there. And Ravona's basically she's pretending she's pretending that she wants to know the truth too, what? but you can tell she kind of does. They keep going back and forth on this like there's no way that she would just turn that easy that quickly. No. when she's being held up. So it's like it's really obvious and the fact that Sylvie was so like willing to give her a chance throughout this like you know even though it was fairly early on was very strange but I think it's my thoughts are because she's learning how to trust Loki maybe she's learning how to trust other people in a way but why would she trust her of all people Renslayer she just pruned Loki she already like stole her away and kidnapped her as a child you know um it's like okay why? But hey,
1: whatever. Yeah, I'm asking why? Why too? Because, it, and we're we're. I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit here. We find out that she is kind of after the same information. Like she does kind of want to know exactly yeah, she what's going on terms. with the TVA. Now she wants to know for her own motives. But she's right, still exactly. She, she's she's still having a lot of the same questions on her own. And I'm like, why? I was I was in the same boat. You are, man. I was asking right. myself why. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yep.
0: Yeah. So they, they started explaining, like she starts explaining that when people get pruned, you know, not all the matter can be destroyed and it goes to the void, you know, which is basically the end of time. Okay. That's where it all goes. It all just goes there. Um, but you know, she basically says, I can help you. Let's do this together, you know, and we'll find out who the one behind the timekeepers is. Okay. Um, So then we we cut back over to Loki and the Lokis, whatever, that are going through the void here. And Loki's first question is like, can we just take a a quick breather for a second so I can ask several thousand questions? (laughs) 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 And as he's talking, you just see these headless birds. Well, I mean, they they have heads, but they're just kind of like floating orbs. They're like bouncing off their heads. So I'm like,
1: what is this?
0: I thought... so when I first watched it, I watched it on my phone in my car while I was waiting, um, doing something for work. And I, I had like an hour left to kill because I wasn't going to drive home and then pick this guy up. So I was like, well, let me just watch Loki. But the sun was so much brighter outside than my phone screen was, and it couldn't go up anymore. So while it's watching all these dark scenes, I can't see what's going on. Right. So there were lots of those Easter eggs that I didn't get to actually see until I rewatched. You know, I got the basics, basic idea of the story, but for shows like this, you really have to make sure you have a crisp, clean image. You know, there are so many things you can easily miss. Especially, I mean, especially these, these MCU series. There, there's way too much in it. Right. Um, so I did, I did miss the Thanos helicopter. You know, um, and everything else, the the Molnir and all that stuff, but. Anyway, I love, he's, he goes off and he says another great line with the alligator. He's like, you know, and there's an alligator, which I'm heartbroken to report. I didn't even find that strange. <laughs> you know, just after everything he's witnessed. It's ridiculous. There's an alligator Loki there. Okay. Um, so they're talking about what a is. And, you know, it's basically, it just ensures that everything that's ever pruned uh, never returns you know, back to a normal timeline. It's it's like the guard dog, basically. Yep. Um, to make sure everything stays there, doesn't get out of there, and it just consumes them if they try or whatever. I, it seems like it's just trying to eat anything that's there, if you notice. You know, because at one point a ship shows up and it just devours everything on the ship, all the people, and uh, takes a you know toll on the ship itself. But Um, as they're getting through it, there, you know, Richard Grant's Loki, so classic Loki here, which I love it because as we talked about in the last episode, um, the costume is very much like what, what the vision looked like in the Halloween episode of WandaVision where it's like, this is the classic, you know, green and yellow, like goofy, you know, what you would think a superhero movie would look like back in the sixties. Yeah. You know, like fresh out of the comic. Very, very over the top, loud colors. (laughs) Right. And... You know, because it's funny because you think superhero movies, you think modern superhero movies, and I have to say, X Men was probably the first of the modern superhero movies to t- kind of change things a little bit and get rid of some of those loud colors. You know, because if you look, all the suits they wore were just leather suits. You know, in the X Men, they had these you know leather zip up suits. I don't you didn't know, man. See Tim Tim, the Tim Burton Tim,
1: Tim Burton did that a decade before Brian Singer did. I I have to you you gotta yeah, but. You,
0: but but Tim Burton still used colors, though. Tim Burton was all about colors. The Joker with his purple and green, Batman. I mean, his colors didn't change much from what they were. Uh, you know, should have been. Well,
1: I guess I'm more focused. I guess they weren't. I guess i more focused on the aesthetic of 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 Gotham being like this grim mm-hmm. place in in those two movies, because Gotham in those movies are, is very much a character. Like that's kind of how I look. That's how kind of how I look at the way like you know Burton did up Gotham in that sense. Like, yeah, fine, we can look at, you know, we can look at, you know, Jack Nicholson, you know, wearing bright purple, but aside from him, there's really nothing else that was, like, loud in color and, like, flamboyant and bombastic.
0: So, it was, um, yeah, I I think it's cool to see how they're doing things like that, so when they throw it back, it's like, okay... It's it's kind of cool to have that little reference like man, this is what it would look like if they never changed that that feel. You know, I'm glad that they they did start adapting and making it a little less goofy. Mm. So, um yeah. We are here. Sorry. I I got a work email at the same time and it won't let me get out of it. Okay. So, we're here in this this area where they're running away and you get this whole thing about Loki's. Loki's survive. That's why all the Lokis are there. You don't really see anybody else, it's just a bunch of Loki's because they're like cockroaches. They just don't go away, you know? And that's Richard Grant's line. Loki survive, it's just what we do. You know? And they're kinda of saying, like, we can't we can't fight this, we can't do anything. All we can do is just survive. Um So we get into this whole thing about, like, who's who's this Loki, whatever, young Loki, why is he so cool? Well, because what was his Nexus event? Well, he killed Thor. Oh, okay. He killed Thor. Great. And then shortly after that, we see as they're going down into their little, you know, they escape in their little hatch there. You see Thor's hammer and a mini Thor in a jar. Yep. Trying to get out. (laughs) And it's really... Really interesting. Like, I don't know. Is that, is that some kind of like, is that something that you saw a big significance in? So, that I didn't catch there on is, to.
1: There is, there is a comic book storyline where Thor is a frog. Okay. <laughs> so, it, 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 okay. it that, that's kind of what they're. It's a throwaway Easter egg. That's really all right. that it is. And it's, yeah. it, and it's, Again, Marvel just paying attention to detail, which I appreciate, but ultimately, I don't really expect that to go anywhere. It's just a really cool thing mm. for, you know, hardcore fans to look at and be like, oh my god, they did it. It's, it's just one of those.
0: Right, right. I that's don't... that's what most of these things have been. It's just little nods just so yeah, people know, like, oh, exactly. they paid attention and somebody somebody must have read a comic at some point.
1: <laughs> so I would hope.
0: Yeah, it's kind of where they're at. I get it. So anyway, um, they go in there and we get back over to, um, Sylvie and, and Renslayer, right? So she's there, she pulls out Miss Minutes again. She's like, oh, hey y'all, how can I help you? You know, whatever. (sighs) And there's, and she's like, we need to find all the files for the beginning of the TVA. Basically everything Loki was trying to figure out before. Um, they get into this whole thing like, oh, there's the void, there's this, we can't get through that. And that's where Sylvia's like, Well, clearly we need to get through that. That's the thing holding us back. That's where everything is. The answers are past that. That thing that you're saying nobody can get through. Well, there is the void spacecraft. Okay. Oh yeah, the prototype. Like right. come on. Right. Like <laughs> come on, really? So as if it wasn't already ridiculous enough. And this is where Sylvia's like, okay you're, no, I don't, like, you can tell she's, she ca- she catches on, clearly, um, like, okay, let me just get the file, how long is this gonna take, you know, just a second, yeah, how much time, she goes, just a minute, you know, no, and Sylvie clearly cut on, and, and kept the, you know, kept the weapon up on, on, um, Renslayer there, and that's when the Minutemen come in, Sylvie runs off, and, and hides, but you get, um, You get this little conversation where Sylvie's realizing, hey, I know that, you know, you're a jerk and you're still after me and stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure you got a little real there, huh? Like, you actually want to know who's behind this. You actually have a desire to know, too, because you know this is all baloney. Um, So, of course, Renslayer's not gonna um, fall for it, not gonna admit anything. She's trying to keep her status and whatever with everybody there and all that and so she's like, Why don't you come out and I'll put you in a time loop? You know you know, some somewhere nice. Any good memories? And that's when, you know, Sylvia's like, just one really and immediately we we all kinda know she means like just spending time with Loki. I because guess because that's all she's really ever had. It it is. It's absolutely what it is. I guess. I, I guess I guess so, that's what uh, it is. It, but So hmm. so they're." <laughs> I know, and we talked about this whole like forced romanticism that's,
1: that's thing okay, before, so right but... there, that's kind of where my mind went, and I was like, okay, she's either talking about the time she spent with Loki, but that really doesn't make any sense because it's it's very clearly like this forced relationship that Marvel is just doing for whatever reason, or mm-hmm. it could just be you know what what I thought my second thought was when she was a little girl and she was playing with her toys before she was taken.
0: man, I don't think that's it I, okay. That's, that's not it because why because then she prunes herself. so duh there we go. she gets up and she prunes herself and it's like well because she's she's gonna go get Loki and she's gonna get her answers right because she she knows she's she's like tied to him in a way and she just knows that she needs to get him and they're gonna do it together. that's kind of the, that's the whole plan. So huh all right. Yeah, I don't think it's anything but that. I think the reason why they did it before is we wanted to look at Loki like, dude, really? And then here we see that, you know, he did leave an impression, you know? Whether or not we saw it on her face, because that's the thing, is so many things are going on in people's heads in reality um, compared to what they show on the outside. And she taught herself to be tough and guarded and not let anybody in her entire life because she couldn't. So... You know, for her, it was probably really easy to disguise what was really going on in her head. I'm talking, acting is one thing, you know, but reality. If you look at it in reality, you may like you may never know what's going on in someone's head because
1: their face won't show it. I, I in real life completely agree with you. Completely understand. However, this is not reality. <laughs> this is a television show. And what I will say to that, that is, is my, it's the actor yeah. and actress's job to kind of convey what's going on in their head with their facial expressions and their dialogue.
0: Right. But, so, for example, so me and Chuck, we both make a face when we're thinking about stuff, and we look very disgusted. Like, we look like we're just, we're, like, upset, disappointed, and disgusted when we're thinking about something. Like, if somebody's, like telling us a story, or we're, we're looking at something and we're thinking about it, we look like we're, we're judgmental, because we just happen to have this face about us. Now that's not, that's reality, you know, we could be thinking about like, oh, when I get home, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna sit down in my easy chair, put my feet up and throw on a record, you know, whatever it is, not that either of us have the time to do that anymore, but the point is, we could be thinking about that and still make a face that looks disgusted. Now... That's that's real life. So if if we're going to look at it this way, let's start comparing Broadway acting to movie acting. All right? Broadway acting is over the top. You're supposed to go over the top with your emotional expressions, using your whole body to portray what's going on in your mind. You know? Um, or I'm just, I say Broadway. I mean, I'm just thinking, thinking stage and old movies. And no, stuff I know what like you mean. That, like the old stuff. So... I'm I'm thinking that we're getting to a point now in in cinema where they can start to get rid of some of those, you know, some of the over the top acting. Now, I mean, whatever. I could this could just be lazy, lazy acting, lazy writing. It could be, but in reality, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of glad they did that because we want to be kind of surprised as well to a point. So I don't I don't think that was the case. I think they were just like actually tapping into real acting here where. You know, they're they're making it more realistic. You know, he, we're following him. We don't know about her as much as we know about him. But then in this episode, we get to know a little bit more about her because we're watching her outside of him, like away from him. So they're starting to give us more of an insight into who she is because we're starting to understand her character a lot more, her having her own um, time in the show. Does that make any sense or is it just spinning circles?
1: Um, It... it- it makes sense, but because because she's never really showed any outward interest before towards Loki, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not seeing it. And she even goes as far to mm-hmm. say, you know, during during their conversation with her and Renslayer, she um, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere along the lines of, oh yeah, I go rescue Loki. What's that going to accomplish? Like she almost right. dis- she almost she's at the point where she's ready to dismiss it because she thinks that everything she needs is right there in front of her with Renslayer.
0: Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I, guess, no, I, I guess maybe I, there's more to I it. I absolutely
1: but... agree that she's thinking, oh, her happy moment was was with Loki, but then it was like, Well, that's mm-hmm. not really there was no That's not her goal. The, the ground was the groundwork wasn't laid for this. For this relationship to happen. It's just kind of a thing that's being shoehorned into the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But we got one more episode. (laughs) I guess. We will understand. So far, these shows haven't left us with, with much questions. They seem to answer all the questions. Except for, you know, where did you know white vision go (laughs) um so that's that's the only question we have but that's that's not like a it wasn't answered it was just like well duh it's not supposed to be answered it's a to be continued thing here but here we know we're going to get an answer of what's going on somebody's going to die you know or sacrifice or something's going to happen here it's something's going to change i'm not convinced of that
1: i'm not convinced of that marvel does not know how to kill characters well, someone's gonna die, kinda. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, there's no, there's no gray area here. There is dead, and there is not dead. Marvel doesn't know how to kill characters. They always bring people back.
0: mm Hmm. Well.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I. So I'm not. I'm not convinced that somebody's gonna be sacrificed or somebody's gonna flat out die. I'm. I'm not convinced. It's been of that a few, few years and we think... still haven't seen
0: Tony Stark return. Hmm. It's been a few years and we still haven't seen Tony Stark return, but we've seen Loki. I'm just saying. Whatever. So, we get this whole thing here. where big Loki. Um, we get his story. He killed Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man and took all six Infinity Stones. Well, that was his event. <laughs> okay. Um, then we've got... Um, alligator Well I think this is a joke But alligator ate the wrong cat I guess Sure <laughs> The wrong neighbor's cat <laughs> And you see he's a He's a bit aggressive Well that makes sense He's an alligator Yeah <laughs> He jumps too He's a pretty He's a pretty strong alligator Get his body up like that Anyway Then you get to this whole thing Where you've got the classic Loki Just saying blades are worthless Compared to Loki's sorcery It's like okay So he talks about what he did And it's so This is such an interesting thought here Cause then it it completely opens up the possibility that Loki didn't die. Which Loki? When he was with the one that we followed in the movies. Because okay. he says here Okay. This is what he says, and this is the big opening here. He says he casted a projection of himself that even Thanos, you know, even the the, the great or the the mad titan himself, um was was, un, was not able to be... Or was able to be tricked. Like, yeah. he couldn't even figure it out. And it choked him out. And then he went and hid in the debris. So he... You no. Know, so nobody knew. And then he went in hiding for years. You know? Away from everybody. Mm-hmm. And the only time that the TVA got him was when he came back out. Because he missed his brother. And he, you know, didn't want to live alone anymore. And I'm like, ooh. Like, this Loki is very close to the Loki we've been following. You know? And understanding all of that. And... It's like, oh, man, like, that's crazy. So, wow. Like, this is a, they did it. They they found a way to explain that the Loki we knew may still not yet be dead.
1: Of course. <laughs> but even even if it wasn't that, I mean, I fully expected this, this variant, this Loki, to kind of escape the grasp of the TVA and just continue living his life as if, nothing ever happened like that's the like that's kind of what the show was so either way like you can go either way with that either thanos didn't kill loki or this variant of loki you know manages to be successful and escape either way Mm -hmm. we're getting a continuation of the loki character after thanos either way that's ridiculous i
0: can't believe they did that it's just it's so funny because we finally got that line no resurrections this time. Yeah. <laughs> when Thanos took him out and then we're like here's a show called Loki and you're like what? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Cuz they killed Loki how many times? I know. But that's it's great. That's what they're that's what they're working with here and that's the whole point that Loki survived. They don't go away. Okay, got it. So the, so at this point, you know the Loki we're following, um, he's he's basically just like we're gonna go kill Elyith. That's what we do here. That's the plan. She's coming. We're gonna do this. We're gonna go help her, and we're gonna help her take down the TVA. We're gonna kill Elyith, and they all just break lay, out into laughter. Laugh it's the funniest him. thing that they've ever
1: heard. This poor the guy gives this <laughs> massive rah rah speech, just trying to try get everybody motivated and let's go. And they laugh at him. It's perfect. Yep. It's absolutely perfect. Oh, yeah, it was great. And I just love Richard Grant going, yeah, baby, <laughs> <laughs> like kicking his legs around.
0: He <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. Oh, And it's so good. But then Loki's like, whatever, you guys all stink. And he goes out of the hatch to be met with, um, I'm just going to call him political Loki. I'm going to call him President and, Loki. Like, President, okay, President Loki. President Loki. Loki. <laughs> and and his, go- his gang of like totally misfit Lokis.
1: Okay. They so- were all Lokis.
0: I, I didn't think they were at first, I don't but think, then I
1: realized I, that they were. I still don't think they are. I think the ones with they horns. Were. The ones with horns are Loki. The ones without mm-hmm. horns are just goons. Okay, so there was one guy
0: with horns made out of bicycle handlebars. Yeah, I don't believe that's a okay. Loki. Okay. <laughs> that was a Loki because he was he was enchanting. Like he was using Loki magic. That was the thing, is all of them were using, like, Loki magic and fighting with each other. Were they? So, anyway, the, so the whole thing is,
1: yeah. I thought we'll a couple get there of them too. were just, so, like, regular fighting.
0: I, oh, yeah, to a point. But the thing is, it's, it's not just, like, here's a bunch of green stuff the whole time. It's fighting with that, too. So, I think the whole point was, like, these were a bunch of Lokis, and they were all just stupid. So, this political Loki is, like, ruthless, right? He's just, like, a jerk. So, and it's it's funny because he's he's I call him ruthless because he's surrounded by others of himself and he's a jerk. He's just a self the, the most selfish Loki there.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm you're gonna disagree with this hardcore, but I, I really don't care. Oh boy, this is the okay. Loki that I wanted for this show. Mm-hmm. Like this ruthless. Yes, this is the Loki that we thought. Exactly mm-hmm. this ruthless 2012 version of Loki that you know grabbed the tesseract and escaped. This is the version of Loki that I wanted for the show, going on you know time travel journeys and time heists and 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 doing like the buddy thing with with Owen Wilson. Like this is the version Wait. of Loki that I wanted, and mm-hmm. it it it, uh, it kind of made me upset. That they nerfed Loki's character so much to the point where now he's like kind of, you know, cuddling up in a blanket. It just it it bothered me a little bit, and I'm like I'm looking, and I'm like Tom Hiddleston is amazing at oh yeah this version of Loki. It's kind of like you know what it reminded me of, and this is the second time I'm going to bring this movie up. I can't believe it. It reminded me of Clone Wars <laughs> and why that movie was so bad, and that's because <laughs> and that's because. Hayden Christensen cannot be happy. He can't do it. He's bad at it. He's 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 really horrible at playing that over-the-top in love gaga. You are referring character.
0: to Attack of the Clones.
1: Whereas whereas Sith was amazing because he does brooding very very well. I feel the same way about Tom Hiddleston. He does. So we've taught. I I thought he was great on both sides. I think he's good on both I sides. Thought he was- I just think he's better playing, you know, the, the classic villain-esque type Loki character.
0: Well, see, I thought you were going to talk about Con Air, you know, seeing, seeing Travolta play the good guy and, and the bad guy, you know, where Travolta is a fantastic bad guy, but he you, wasn't bad as a mean, good guy. You,
1: you mean face-off? Yeah, That's what I meant
0: sorry face off
1: <laughs> I I, I'm looking at Connie on my
0: shelf and I, and I just like said it out of whatever hey you just called the, sh- the movie you're talking about Clone Wars and that's not the name of the movie so whatever we can both take a Mulligan on those ones um, so oh attack of the clones that's where I attack thought of you the were clones yeah. yeah you've never even seen Clone Wars
1: so whatever fine attack of the clones <laughs> anyway my, I, my apologies but you know what actually <laughs> actually um, face off might be a little bit better of, a, of an analogy. Like yes, John right. Travolta was good playing both parts, but he was so much better playing the villain. Like it was, Oh, <laughs> you good looking. Oh my god, <laughs> it's incredible. That's that's kind of how I feel about Tom Hiddleston. Like he's like he's mm-hmm. good no matter what he's doing. I just you know that that the selfish villain Loki fits so much better for right. for what he can do, and I was just like, oh, I this is what I wanted. And then, but then it just but then, then it just kind of turned out to be a joke. <laughs>
0: oh my god. So the whole thing I mean we'll get right to that part. I, I might as well. But this is this is where I laughed out loud because I almost didn't expect it because we were getting this evil Loki, and I'm like, yes, I wanted to see more of it. Yes. I wanted to see the contrast between the two. Yes. So you find out that Big Loki. Um, he betrayed. He's like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, your your Majesty, to you know, young Loki, because he <laughs> said it was his kingdom. But I betrayed you, and he's just like, no, not quite. So then, you know, President Loki's like, no, actually, this is my uh, my throne because it's my army. And then the army turns against him, and he's like, wait, are you kidding me? You beef witted, half faced scrubs. It was amazing. <laughs> but this stupid. And then it was amazing. Hey, why is there an alligator? He goes, why is there an alligator in here? <laughs> and all of a sudden, alligator Loki jumps up and bites his hand. And I'm looking at it like this is ridiculous. It's... And then he comes off and the hand is missing. And President Loki screams like a little girl and then a giant fight breaks out. So I do this was think the most it was ridiculous. Ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I I, I laughed because It was wonderful. To me, it's something it was it's to me it's something I would do, just to add a whole bunch of like, you know, lighthearted, goofy stupidness to, oh, it, was to great. something. It
1: was great. But, and and I but, will say But for the story, I was like, really <laughs> I will say this though, it does kind of fit Loki's character, no matter what version of Loki we talk about, because it's an army of right. Loki's literally fighting over nothing <laughs> they right. want they right. want they want rubble <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. it's perfect but i will say right. that it's so stupid because <laughs> so this this thor loki actually thought that he was going to betray the current king or whatever and just be gifted in army mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Right. Sure, yeah. sure you are. No, that's okay, not how buddy. that works.
1: Yeah, that makes zero sense. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> you're you're an absolute moron. So but this was no, I thought yep. this was great. This was actually a part that I laughed at because it's stupid and ridiculous yeah. and goofy and it was way over it the was top. Just over it was the perfect. Top. It was so over the top.
0: And I I, I didn't expect it. Neither but did I. But then you got okay, so so classic Loki at this point. Um, he goes ahead and basically makes the projection of all of them. Makes it, makes it look like they're still fighting so they can sneak out the back. Yeah. That's handy. Yes. That's super handy. While this is all happening, Sylvie has just shown up. And she's, and she's basically, as soon as she gets there, she's running away from Elioth, right? And basically, she notices as she's running away that she can kind of connect with this thing. Just like she could anything else and, and enchant it, potentially. And then... Uh, all of a sudden, an old pizza delivery vehicle is driving like crazy through the field. Door opens up. She hops in, and it's Mobius saying, don't you know you shouldn't get into cars with people you don't know <laughs> or something? Okay. So, there is, so, there, we so go. there
1: is one thing that I want to say about this. When she you know, took a peek behind the curtain and saw this giant castle, I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody says. I grew up with Saturday morning cartoons, okay? And I remember mm-hmm. this castle. That is Doom's mm-hmm. castle. It's the, the, Doom's the, castle? The, the, the glowing, the glowing, like, like, like stat, not statue, but like, the glowing, like, tower on the top of it that just kind of, like, emits this light. That is straight from mm. Fantastic Four when we were kids. That is Doom's castle. Mm. There's There's no way around that. There's no way around that. They're not going to hmm. do it. They're, they're not they're not gonna introduce doom here I don't think they will they'll do fantastic Four first, but that's where they grab this from and it bothers me because it's like you're teasing way too much like there like <laughs> there are those of us who remember these things from when we were kids either you watch the cartoons or you read the comics and right. maybe maybe it is kind of like a throwaway thing like a haha moment fine but it's like <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's,
0: it's, it's definitely a possibility. It's, I, I understand. I mean, I, I, think, I think it's a possibility that they're just throwing it out there. But then again, you never know because they are trying to tie things in. And they have to have something surprise us at some point. No, I know.
1: I, I understand that. But it's like, how many, how many Easter eggs and how many teases are you going to put into these TV shows before it just gets way out of control? It's hard to know. <laughs> I think there are too many at this point. Yeah. Between well, this, that's what this whole episode between was Between this, this and the division they can do a, a lot. lot.
0: Yeah. Well, I think with with them being um TV shows or you know just shows, you know, little series and not movies, they feel like they have more um ability to do that and it kind of be a throwaway thing nah. as opposed to it being in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, nah. so it's it it can be more it can be more whimsical and goofy and kind of off the same feel as the MCU movies. Because they're doing a series. So that's why they have this like, hey, let's make one that's all, it seems like you're watching a TV show. You know, let's make one where there's a bunch of Lokis and one loses his hand and and then a brawl breaks out. Like, that's ridiculous. It's stuff that you probably, you would not see that in one of the movies. It would never, well, Ragnarok maybe. Um, (laughs) Ragnarok. Or, yeah, I think only Ragnarok. Just because Taika Waititi's the, you know, the man. Pretty much. He's crazy. But anyway, that's, that's that. Now, what were you going to say that I, I missed in the scene with the Lokis?
1: You actually just brought it up a second ago when you said, you know, somebody losing their hand. I mean, you completely just glossed mm-hmm. over that this alligator jumps up and bites Loki's hand off. And I thought that was hilarious.
0: And the scream. I didn't gloss over it. That's what I was talking about. Oh. Well. That's exactly what I was talking about saying. I'm like, then the, the alligator jumps off, bites off his hand, and then there's this big brawl. And it's hilarious. That's exact. That's what I said. I didn't. Call, I didn't skip that at all. <laughs> anyway, so um, Mobius and Sylvie, they're basically going back and forth, and they're they're kind of jabbing at each other. Like, you know, you did this. Well, you did this. And it's just like, listen, we both just did what we had to do. And she's like, yeah, you hunted me like a dog. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but, you know, they're getting into this. Like, why are we here? Where's Loki? You know, what are we gonna do? What's the plan? Why are we running away from this thing? And. You kind of get this whole thing where she's like, we need to turn around because we need to go face that thing. He's like, yeah, well, that makes sense. Go driving into the smoke monster or whatever. She goes, no, that's what we have to do. That's the plan. So uh, at this point, we go back over to classic Loki, young Loki, alligator Loki, and our Loki. Um, and they're talking about this whole plan to kill Elioth again. And they're like, okay, we'll listen to you now. And at one point, you know, because throughout this, um, classic Loki has been kind of um, translating for alligator Loki in a way. Like every time he says he does something or sighs or whatever, they just go, oh, yeah, he said this. Um, But here they're talking about the plan. And um, our Loki looks over. He goes, oh, see, he's on board pointing to alligators. No, he's actually he's praying. He thinks we're going (laughs) to (laughs) die. That was the second part I laughed at. I just thought it was it was really it was really funny. You can imagine an alligator Loki just praying an alligator. <laughs> and and classic Loki just being around him so long that he just knows how to speak alligator. <laughs> anyway, at this point the the plan is they're talking about like we're going to take it down. Well, what's the plan? Well, the plan is that we get behind it and we take it down. What? That doesn't really make much sense. Zero. So um yeah. Um, basically, all of it coming together is going to be a little confusing, but they have to find a way to um, just kind of gather it all and and make an actual plan that's going to be suitable. So, uh, where was I? Yep. Yeah. So, the Eldridge, the USS Eldridge shows up, just gets dropped down, right, with a whole navy of people. And um, they're... They start turning their cannons and their guns and everything to go fight Elioth, and they just get totally devoured. Okay. Well, that's what this looks like. And he's just like, yeah, um, maybe we need to come up with a better plan than that because now I see what it does and how it does it. Okay. That's different. Um, Sylvie and Mobius show up and he kind of introduces them. He's like, yeah, this is us as a child, us in the future and us as, um, well, an alligator. (laughs) He explains the plan to her. She goes, yep, that's a stupid plan. Yeah. And she comes and she explains her like it's funny because she's so like you're an idiot all the time to him. And we look at him and like yeah, but we saw this in the beginning when they were trying to get onto the ark. Remember when they're trying to get onto the the train in the first place? And she's like, really, that's your plan is just to dress up like a guard? That is a real dumb plan. But you find out that together, you know, they did they did it. Dress up like a guard. You enchant them. Hey, we're good to go. Got it. I mean, she could have just enchanted somebody and had them walk her in, but. Hey, whatever. Um, So she wants to go ahead and enchant this thing, this, you know, Eliath. So moving on, we see Renslayer, and she wants to go speak to B-15. She's got her locked up in in the theater room, like behind a wall. And she's like, you know, this is what we need. You know, what are we going to do? And she's like, these people need to know the truth. She goes, no, what they need is stability. You know, I want to know what drives the variant. You know, what's driving her to keep going? And, you know, well, she's searching for whoever created the timekeepers. Got it. But B-15 is realizing um, that that Rensselaer actually wants to know the truth for herself, you know, as well. So, again, we're getting more into this fact that, like, it's a fact. If everybody's saying it at this point, it's like, well, it's a fact. And you can tell that she's conflicted, but she's still trying to keep her composure. But I love the line that B-15 says to her. She's like... Yeah, I know you want to get there, but you won't get to them or you won't you won't get there before she does. You know, she'll get there. She's like, oh, how do you know that? Well, you only want it and she needs it. It's like, OK, that makes a lot of sense. OK, it so makes a lot a, of there's sense. There's a drive there. There's a drive, you it, know, and it's, it's like what's what's driving you to to reach your goal? Is it is it out of necessity or is it out of just desire? You know, so unless Renslayer is ready to give up, you know, her her tough act, you know, and trying to be in charge when she's in charge of nothing, um, you know she needs to, she needs to let go. And she wants to, if she wants to get her answers, she needs to get rid of that.
1: It so. kind of makes me think that Renslayer wants to be in charge of the TVA.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, of she wa- well, like she I mean, wants. Like she wants. She's the head power. judge. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Right. She is the judge, and that's so. But she wants to go further than that. She wants to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't see her as, as twist or uh, mustache twirling as you refer to her as, but you know, <laughs> I still see her. I, that I just, way. I kept, I still see her you, that you way. You say it, I keep imagining a mustache, you know, being twirled, but
1: not in the literal anyway. sense, but in, in the villain sense. I know, sense, but I know. I still, and I still I, very I much know. see her that way. Like now, she's beyond. Like she wants to find out exactly everything that's going on, but she she's doing it for nefarious means, so. Mm-hmm. She, I think she clearly wants to be in control. She wants to be in charge. She wants all of this power at the tip of her fingers, and that's that's mm-hmm. your that's your typical, you know, stereotypical mm-hmm. villain. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how I'm seeing her right now.
0: Right, makes sense. So,
1: so now you got
0: the Loki sitting around with Mobius. They're hanging out, and they're going back and forth. And it's like, oh, so you're like. You really don't remember him? And like, you know, when you got him, he's like, no. Mobius is like, I don't really remember a Loki alligator. <laughs> and That's... he's like, are we even sure he's a Loki? <laughs> Classic Loki's like, well, he's green, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets even better because then you got Mobius. He goes, well, he, I mean, he could be lying. This could be the long con. He's just kind of going for it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't he's like isn't that what you Loki's do? Is just lie and con your way through everything. I guess. <laughs> it's 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 so st- he, his, his his response though he is green like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard. <laughs> but okay. Um but then you got young Loki's like, like so what's your plan? Like what are you going to do once you get back there? Like what's what is there for you? Like what are you going to be facing? He's like well my plan is to go back there and just tell everyone at the TVA the truth. And so you got classic Loki and I love this because this is kind of the the message they've been getting at with the entire series. Um he's like you're going to turn on the on the one thing you've devoted your entire life to and he and he just comes back with it's never too late to change. And classic Loki like really stops and reflects on that. You know? And I think that's the big thing. And and that's something that he's been holding on to forever, you know, for years because he's clearly a lot older than Hiddleston. Um but just that whole like you know, he wanted to just go back and just live a life and be with his brother and his family and stuff
1: like that. But I think kid, know, I think couldn't. the kid Loki actually put it best a little bit earlier in the episode when he says, "Anytime one of us tries to better ourselves, the TVA comes along and just takes us away." Right, and that was the other big deal, it's yeah.
0: Because like, it's it's inevitable that Loki's are Loki's. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was a really good point there. Like they can't be anything um, else. Right,
1: which actually made right. me think. But the, what, which actually made me think for a second about um, about Sylvie here. How mm-hmm. do we know her Nexus event wasn't just Loki deciding that Loki wanted to be a woman? Like every other Loki that's, that, that that's we see the, is male, and there's like, like this one female version of Loki. How do we know? Oh, a female version of Loki that can't happen. That's a Nexus event. That's not spo- that's, right. that's not the way this is supposed to go at all. Well, that's what they said. That's what
0: they explained in, in, in Lamentus there when she was – or, yeah, when they were on Lamentus and she was saying, you know, this was chaos. The universe was trying to break free, and that's why I ended up being the goddess of mischief instead. And the TVA didn't like it, so they took it down. You know, they took me out. She understands. She got it. But anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point I'm trying to figure out, like, what, what and why these Nexus events were. Now, the funny thing is when he says that line, when young Loki says that – It's odd because I'm like, but didn't you kill Thor? How is that you bettering yourself? Killing your brother. Hmm. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, moving on. Like, I I don't think he should have said that line. I think somebody else, anybody else should have said that. Maybe the alligator. I I don't know. My point is, (laughs) I'm sorry, but an alligator running around with those little gold horns on his head. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) But there he is. Just, you know, nodding in agreement now and again. I, I love that it wasn't like a talking alligator and something ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I, I, the fact that it was just an actual alligator with, you know, his little helmet strapped to his head. That's what made it <laughs> what made it so good. It was just dumb. So then we had this whole blanket scene, you know, <sighs> I mean, there's not really much to say about it, except um, it's just it's just another way to f- to deepen their connection you know, they're talking about this. He goes, it's cold out here. She goes, yep. He's like, you want you want a blanket? Okay. Eh.
1: Explain something to me, please. Uh-huh. Why is he cold? I don't know. He's a frost giant. He's cold up there? Y-
0: yeah. I think he was just trying to, you know, pull the old, uh, you know, stretch out the arm, put it over the shoulder. I don't know. I don't know, but
1: that's the only thing i thought of too i'm I'm right there with i'm just like wait a minute you're a frost giant why are you cold there's no reason ri- yeah that doesn't make any sense and then i'm like well it, it could just be you know oh i'm tired well i'm just gonna stretch out a little bit and oh my arm is suddenly around like it's one of those yeah. but it's just like mm-hmm. really okay <laughs> okay
0: yeah Whatever, but I mean, in the in this so in this conversation, they start talking about like, you know, so what about like our Nexus event? And, you know just thinking that like what we did was like you know a big deal. she goes, oh, no, total rubbish, yeah, like that's just like, yeah, yeah, well, that's ridiculous, yeah. and there's no way that that makes any sense and, and the two of them be like, okay, well, clearly there's something there right now happening, but she's she starts going off with the, I don't know exactly how to do this. And I'm like, okay, we're getting a flash, you know, deja vu from what he basically just said in the beginning, because we're seeing, okay, there was something there, you know, some seed at one point planted and she felt the same way or whatever the situation is. And it might not be anything romantic, but more just like they finally understand what friendship is. Mm. And I think that what that maybe that's where they're trying to go with it, like they're finally realizing that they would sacrifice themselves for another, you know, a little bit more. I mean, Loki kind of did that later on. You know, for everybody at Asgard, you know, he, he was trying to take out Thanos. But, you know, still, he did sacrifice. Technically, it was a sacrifice. No, he didn't. Um, well, well, he put himself in total harm's way. This Loki didn't do that. No, this Loki didn't. I'm just saying Loki, Loki. Eventually, Loki, eventually himself. Loki yes. gets there. But
1: this version of Loki that we're right. looking at right now never did that. Right. And that's why
0: I'm saying maybe that's the point that they're getting at here. Maybe they're bringing it up to a, a sacrificial love, which love sure. love isn't always romantic love. There's multiple different versions of love. There's love for a brother, love for a friend, love for a father, you know. Of course. Um, but, yeah, so maybe maybe that's what they were getting at. Because she comes a, right back and says... I do think it's a little bit more romantic, says, oh, though, because they're cuddling up in a blanket. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like brother-sister love. I, I don't know. But the point is... I have a sister, and, and says, I would right never cuddle up with her in a blanket. Okay, I don't have friends," she says. <laughs> "I don't have anyone," she says. Immediately after the, that part of the conversation, and so it could go either way because the "I don't have friends" thing shows that she's like, "I don't know what it is to just relate to somebody and actually have any type of relationship." Um. So they're sitting there, and she's like, "Yeah." This he gives the blank. He puts the blanket on her too. She's like, "Not very snugly." What is this tablecloth? And she's like realizing she's just you know being a jerk and she's not very friendly so she goes thank you but she's she's really going on this like you know how do I know I can trust you and she really wants to at this point but she's been so betrayed by everybody so Loki comes back and this is another big thing for Loki where he says I betrayed everyone who ever loved me I know what I did and why and that's not who I am anymore I won't let you down okay so he's he's saying at this point and he's declaring it to all of us that he's not the same loki that we knew. Now it's funny cuz we're again as you mentioned he's not the loki that we knew because he's the loki that we knew from the end of end of and at the end of Avengers. Yes. So a, a lot of the things that he went through in the movies afterwards Um, he didn't go through. He never witnessed any of that. Right. So this is a whole different story. Whole different thing. You know? Whole different thing. And it's, so it's, it's an interesting way, and it's just like they did with the Terminator, you know, Genesis movie, where it's like, okay, let's just totally change how this went down. We found a way to tell a story, because there's time travel involved, that allows us to tell a different story and just completely, you know, wipe out everything else. Now, it could be parallel and happening somewhere else at the same time. Okay, I mean, time works differently in the TVA. But the point is, they found a way to do it. What's the term you always use? Retcon. There we go. They're basically, they found a way to retcon his
1: his entire um, character development. They did. From the original. They did, and, and they yeah. didn't, because ultimately what... Kind of turns Loki around, you know, throughout this, well, throughout the, his story arc in the movies was the love that he had for his brother. Right. Here it's kind of more narcissistic, Warren's the mother. love that he has for himself so (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i i i joke here it's kind of the same thing where it's the the, just the love that he has for another person and realizing that and then he kind of you know switches back um at the beginning of this thing i didn't think this was going to happen i always thought that that was that 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 feeling that he had within him should have specifically been related to thor I always, I I like that. I like the way that that worked out. And here it, Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense. I mean, if, I mean, if, if, if you're attached to Sylvie in that way, it, it, so it still works in the same way that it worked with Thor. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I would, I still much prefer, you know, that brotherly bond thing. Like you grew up with this person and, and you, you fought side by side with this person and. You know, the story arc of that, I like that a lot better than this. It, it seems mm-hmm. less messy. <laughs> right. This kind of feels... It, 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 it feels very thrown together, to be honest with you, but it works. Right. It works.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It works mm-hmm. for what it is.
0: Right. So... They're having their conversation, and what they get back to is like, well, what are we going to do after this is all over? It's like, oh, well, you know, once I fix all this, you can have your own timeline you can rule. And he goes, ah, and then I'll finally be happy. Like, very sarcastic, but it's like, it's funny. There's some cause truth he, at there. At this point, he doesn't, it's, it's not, it, well, he, 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 yeah. There I, has to be some truth there. I, <laughs> well, he's, but he says it, but he says it so sarcastically because he's he, he's recognized that he's grown. He's recognized he's kind of beyond that and just wants to kind of be but
1: I think I mean, if Loki was up. given the opportunity to rule, he would take it.
0: Yeah. But I don't think
1: he would do it at he, the expense been the same of somebody yeah. that he cares about. No. I don't think he would do no, it at the expense no. of somebody that he point. cares about. But I still do think that if he was given the opportunity to rule, he would take it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I, you can't I just, change I his character he, too he much. Might, you, can't, be,
1: you can't do a complete one eighty with with a character like Loki like that. Is, no, do I think so. I think have so. Maybe present Loki about? would yeah. be more realistic. He's going to have people that he's going to care about, but he's still Loki. Right, right, right. I don't. I don't want them to change him that much. Like I don't. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Like I'm wondering if they're going to, if they're going to use him as like as a a prominent character in the movies after this, or if it's just going to like, this is going to lead to something that opens up a door and we never really see him much. How could they be? I I don't know how they could even work him in. (laughs) Where would they work him in? So I just don't see what his place is. Okay. So if, if, if
1: if this variant and Sylvie just kind of go Mm -hmm. off and live their own lives and we never see them again, I'd be okay with that. Mm Hmm. Because we still have belief. loki regular loki <laughs> that mm-hmm. that that may or may not have been killed by Thanos <laughs> right
0: yeah I yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know some something's gonna be left off I guess we'll find out later this week um paradox maybe yeah. a paradox yeah maybe a paradox <laughs> um. But the whole thing is like, what are we going to do after this? And she's like, I have no idea, no idea what I would go, where I'd go and what I'd do. And he's like, well, maybe we could figure it out together. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Got it. And she goes, yep, maybe. So the plan is at this point, send Mobius back, have him do whatever he needs to do with TVA because they had a temp pad that she brought with her when she pruned herself. Okay. Handy. Super handy. They all could have gotten out of there and they refused to. It's their home. They all could have gotten out of there. I know. But they even laughed earlier because he's like, "Oh, let's just get a temp pad and get out of here." Like, "Oh yeah," because there's temp pads everywhere. There's tons of them. <laughs> but they finally had a temp pad and they could have gotten out, and they didn't take it because they said, "This is where we live. This is what we're used to." It's
1: like, "Oh man, okay." So I get why cla- I get I get why classic Loki stays, but kid mm-hmm. Loki does absolutely nothing. So he could have absolutely got- gotten out of there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> so. And don't forget alligator Loki. We didn't, we didn't see where he went. Well, <laughs> they're gonna have they're gonna have a whole spinoff of him. It'll be a cartoon, <laughs> the animated series. Sure. Anyway, so they send him back. Loki stays. Sort of the others, and basically, um, see you later, Loki. You know. Uh, Owen comes over there and gives him a hug, or gives him a handshake, but Loki actually puts the hand down and gives him a hug instead. Yeah. And he just goes, thank you, my friend. And again, it's like they're really pushing this whole, like, Loki has, you know, his heart grew three sizes that day. Boom, boom, boom. You know, so it's just, it's it's what they're clearly doing with this yeah, whole thing. But then, then Mobius stops and looks up and says, you're my favorite. Who was he saying that to? Sylvie. But he said it so loud that didn't.
1: It was Loki meant hear to be. It? it was meant to be a joke.
0: That's what I kind of figured. But it was. I, it just. It. It didn't
1: land for me. It landed for know. me. I got it. Okay.
0: Well, it's like. A, I mean, it's. A, it's, a, it's, a, a,
1: was... it's a joke. It's a sarcastic thing. It's an inside thing. He's giving Loki a hug. He looks over at Sylvie. You're my favorite. It's. It's meant to be like. I know you heard me. Let's all laugh this off because you might be about to die. Let's all go out on a happy note. Yeah. Yay! Like I get it. It's. It's. You know. Yeah. That landed for okay. me. I like I just, that. I actually like that. Yeah. So the
0: whole plan is that they have to cause a distraction. So Loki runs out there with the flaming sword that he got from young Loki.
1: Am I the only um, one who thought gold. Am I the only one who thought Die Hard 2? Oh, of course. I mean that, that's <laughs> I thought Die Hard and Jurassic Park,
0: you know, where where you got Ian Malcolm, hey, 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 running around with the flare. <laughs> Same idea. Die Hard, Flaming Sword, or not Die Hard, um, Braveheart. Um, anyway, Braveheart, yeah, that's another um,
1: one.
0: So anyway, he's running around, gets out there. Um, classic Loki creates an entire city, you know, projection. It's Asgard. Like, yeah, he he it's, creates all of Asgard right creates, there. It's amazing. It's, it's so cool. And they're like, uh, how's he doing that? And she's like, I think we're stronger than we actually yeah. realize we are. Yeah. And that's cool, you know, because that's, that's leading up to more, you know, whatever we're going to see from a Loki character in any of the MCU. So it's kind of cool because we never still we never really fully understand what the heck his powers are. Okay, at, he can create
1: projections. At this point, uh, at okay. this point, I'm going to go out and say that the powers of Loki are potentially limitless, because, mm mm-hmm.
0: because of how yeah, we're we're seeing it all from different variants, but it's more like what did they what did they happen to tap into, right. on their journey, you know? So I think they're opening up a lot more. Now, where did these powers come from, though? He was a frost giant. Neither of those people were his parents, so it's not like it was genetic. So where did he get these powers? <sighs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Got it. Okay. Maybe it's like a Superman so anyway. thing.
1: The the further away he gets from his home planet the stronger he gets. I don't know. It's it's it <laughs> Yeah, that makes absolute sense. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea where they come from. That, that that that's actually something interesting. I'm really curious to kind of look up Look up that kind of thing now, like where exactly his powers come from. Right. I it's would just, be very surprised. And, and what are they? I would be very surprised to find out if it was like all just like all frost giants have this. Nah. That would be lame, nah. but I would, you know. Oh, yeah. Very. I don't know. Now I'm curious. I might go look that up. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, so there's a lot of stuff that we have to. I want to look up just so I understand his character more, but I'm surprised I haven't yet. We're on the last episodes coming up. So anyway, the whole point is, and they said, I don't know how many times Sylvie has said, I'm going to enchant it. I'm going to enchant it. I'm going to enchant it. Like, I feel like she just kept on saying it. Yeah. But I mean, at this point she goes, we're going to enchant it. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's like, I don't know how to do that. She goes, of course you do. We're the same. <laughs> Okay, and that, again, is leading into all of these Lokis have a lot more power than we realize they have. They just don't know their potential. They don't know what they can do because they've never tapped into it. Okay, got it. All right, cool. So, as that's happening, I love it again. You got Richard Grant over there holding this whole thing up, and he puts out his hands, and as he's about to get eaten finally by this, you know, smog monster or whatever, um, he just yells out, glorious purpose, which... He mentioned it a bunch of times that was the name of one of the episodes because of his glorious purpose. Is that like his catchphrase from the old comics?
1: I have no idea.
0: It sounds like it is and it that's sounds why like they it would have be. classic Loki You're say right. it. Yeah, so again, anybody listening to this, I I apologize on behalf of both of us. We're not comic readers for the most part. <laughs> so, we don't know any of this stuff. You can call us dumb, but in reality it just it, it sounds like it has to be. So, that's what we're going to go with. And then he starts laughing. And as he's laughing, just like maniacally, he gets eaten by by Goliath. Maybe. And all just le- all that's left over. Well, yeah. And all that's <laughs> left over at this point is his helmet. I feel like I feel like um, now
1: anytime like anytime you see a Marvel a character meet its end, <laughs> or more specifically, anytime you see a Loki meet his uh, end or Loki. her end, you have to right. say maybe. Like I feel like yeah. that's kind of a thing now. Right. Right. So. And
0: that's I mean they made it a thing, mm. but. Um, so, the enchantment works, and they find their way through. That's there we go. So now they're going
1: off to what Castle Doom or whatever. It it it, so. it, it it's not. I know they're the, the show's not going to do that. I just <laughs> brought that up because I had to. I it's it's so on the nose. Like, ha mm-hmm. ha Easter egg. Look what we did. That's not what's going right, to happen. Right. That's absolutely not what's going to happen. That's not a prediction of mine. I mean, going with the themes of, you know, the Wizard of Oz and, you know, behind the curtain and that whole thing, I'm expecting the person behind the curtain in this sense to be a Loki variant of some kind. Well, it's, it's funny because, I mean, we,
0: we've been saying behind the curtain, man behind the curtain. They even refer to him as or it or whatever as the man, the person behind the curtain yeah. in this episode a yeah. few times. So I'm like, okay, so that's exactly what they were pushing. You know, and I mean, uh, what are we, what are we going to see here? I, I have mean, no idea. We've we've had we've had two episodes that in this series, out of a six episode series, like even even Falcon and Winter Soldier had eight episodes. This one has less episodes and they had two episodes that were just like Meh. throwaways. But then again, Falcon and Falcon and Winter Soldier itself, I wouldn't say it was a throwaway series. Not at all. Neither would
1: I. Neither um, would
0: I. But but it was but it did not have the same magnitude that WandaVision and Loki had. No. Like it just it was there. It was entertaining. It was a good Hold yourself over, or as you said, palate cleanser between the two. Right, exactly. You know? here's a re- here's and it's the- funny because it was not the plan. Here, it was
1: not the way it was supposed to happen. Not at all. Here's one of the reasons why I'm kind year of ago. harping on Loki a little bit more than I was on WandaVision, though. I feel like the things that were introduced in this series have more implications on the MCU as a whole than WandaVision mm-hmm. did. Right. WandaVision yep. was kind of like inside of her own bubble and it was very specific to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she created the hex and there was a whole Nexus event there and we don't we don't have to get into that now. Here we well, have the here mm. we have the time variant authority. We have these MacGuffin, you know cleansers that can clean a timeline we have the temp pads like a lot of mechanics were introduced in this series that can lead on into other movies like a lot of what was introduced in this series can bleed out into the rest of whatever marvel is going to do going into the future that's why it's like mm. you're only doing six episodes and so far there have been two episodes where you really didn't do much of anything at all you can you you can give a little bit more than this. And they're and they're absolutely capable. They're capable of giving a lot more than what they what they have. So that's why it's especially frustrating because bleh, it's whatever. But um now that we're done, I do want to bring something up to you and I want to hear your take on it. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting when I right. heard it. So buddy of mine that I work with, he actually brought this up to me and I thought it was really interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Owen Wilson: Yes. His hairstyle and his mustache and the clothes that he's wearing. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's all referring to a guy who worked on the Marvel team back when the comics was, was made, right? No, that's
1: not no, that's not what he, no, not yeah. what he brought up. It, th- that might be true. Well, I it's actually heard that.
0: It's, it, it is true. Yeah, it is true.
1: OK. never mind then.
0: But, but what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say he looks a lot like John Slattery.
0: John Slattery, John Slattery, John Slattery. How it's Slattery. dark. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, it's not supposed to be that though. It's 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 a nod. The character, um, the character himself, Mobius, um, is actually a nod to somebody who was working on the team. Like it was somebody from like the Marvel department or whatever. You know, that's who who it was based off of. Okay. Um, and that's why they did it the way they did. Whatever. But. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good theory. I think just the mustache and hair, gray hair and a mustache and a suit. I mean, that could be a lot of people.
1: Who else have we seen throughout Marvel that had gray hair, a mustache, and a suit?
0: Um, Thunderbolt Ross. Who? <laughs> General Ross.
1: Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. I just it think it's him. interesting. I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a theory, um, but I don't, um, yeah. They might tie it in that way, but the actual um, the actual origin of that character um, was based off of, I forgot which guy, um, what his name was, but it was something I read a long time ago. Like, first episode, I read about it. That's why they kind of had him all over the place. And it was written into the comics because it, it was—he it, looked like some guy who who used to work for Marvel. Sure. Anyway,
1: I just find it interesting um, that his name is Mobius. Yeah. Tony Stark creates a Mobius strip that's essentially time travel. Yeah. He looks yeah. an awful lot it, like Howard Stark from you know Infinity. I mean mm-hmm. End Game and uh, what was it Iron Man Two. John Slattery was actually in a couple of them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I... I, Hmm. No. I I can't... Maybe. Maybe it's just a nod. I don't know. But anyway. That's pretty much it for this episode, at least on my end. Um, Again, we have the final episode coming up. And after that... um, I, I assume we would talk about Black Widow at some point. Yeah, that so, might be
1: next up on the docket.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's gonna be that's a movie anyway, so that'll be released on our movie schedule. So I guess that kind of frees up our series for the time being, because um, there's no other series that we're focusing on right now that are you know short series. Not really. So no, so it might be a little vacation for us—a summer vacation.
1: So um, I was actually thinking about maybe we would cover um that nothing series that's going to be happening called what if, the marvels what if thing. Oh, that's true. It kind of yeah, it, it looks interesting. It's 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 I mean, I'm expecting that to be a lot of nothing, but it's actually, you know, it looks kind of cool. I saw the trailer for yeah the, a few the what days the ago. what if
0: the what if stuff was actually very interesting. You got like zombie Captain America and all that stuff. Sure. There's some really interesting <laughs> things there. Yeah. So, that might be something to that's a good point. I I totally forgot that that was there as well. So cool. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Sorry we lost a little steam at the end there, (laughs) but, um, yeah, we look forward to checking on this next or final episode of Loki and yeah, we will touch base with you next week. Have a good one. Have a good one, everybody.
1: Bye.